A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, welcome to the Out of Spec Podcast. This is the new revamped show. You're going to hopefully see some rapid fire episodes from us talking about individual topics such as our Lucid Air Grand Touring Range Test. Dad, I just got back home from 435.5 miles of driving. Dad, trust me, I know. You wasted, you know, I I spent four hours watching that, that, that thing. It was like so compelling. And at the end... It had a payoff. I was actually scared. I was worried that you weren't going to make it. Yeah, well, so you're talking about the live stream on our Out of Spec Motoring channel that you watched. Yes. And, um, yeah, ran that sucker from 100% to complete all the way down to full throttle for like four miles. I didn't think I was going to make it back to the Charger. I know. It was It was a lot of drama, Out of Spec drama. Out of spec drama. That's right. Well, that's that's the way to range test is to get everything out of the car. I want to talk about our results. I want to talk about the test. I want to talk about the lucid air um, mm-hmm. and also sort of why I think our testing uh, day was actually really good. And I think very representative of the car today. So um, what's your impression right off the bat for those? I guess we should start for those watching this and haven't checked out our range test on out of spec reviews. Head over there. You can see the whole test. Full edited videos posted. Um, but here I think we should just talk about the uh, talk about the range test of what's claimed to be the longest range electric car on sale. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, I know you, you tried to do this test yesterday and and you threw the towel in after after some rain. So, and I respect that. I, I, you know, as much as I wanted you to do it and push through, um, but, you know, I got a little bit, it was a little bit scary at the beginning of this test today that you did because you, you started with, off with some rain. But I must say that just if I could, the, the, uh, the folks that were on the live stream just helping you guide you with weather and all that, that was unbelievable. That, I mean, that's team effort, you know, so, um, but, you know, having said that, look, this lucid, this lucid air, is is just an animal uh, i mean it's just amazing the the 
the range that you can actually get out of that car. I mean, it's a big car, Kyle. How much does that thing weigh? I don't even know. Yeah, not sure off the top of my head, but but quite heavy. Yeah, quite heavy. And the fact that it's got, what is it, a 112 kilowatt hour battery pack in there? So I want to talk about that. I also want to mention, you you just mentioned we hit some rain in this test. We hit yeah. about a mile and a half of, I would say, mild drizzle, where we had about probably a half a mile of a wet road, actually. So not the perfect conditions. No range test is perfect. That's the thing. I said, hey, if this is the only rain we hit all day, the test is fine. Occasionally, especially when you're going three, 400 miles on a charge, you get stuck behind a truck a little bit. You get a construction zone. The 70 mile an hour tests are designed to get the car at 70 miles an hour for as much as possible. 98, 99% of the test is at 70. Uh, but of course things will happen. And in this test, we had some drizzle. I don't think it impacted the test very much at all. Otherwise I would have stopped it like I did the day before where I actually stopped the test, said this is too much. And even that people were asking me to go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, I think we made the right call. I think I made the right call today for conditions uh, because that was the only rain we hit all day. And a huge thanks to Sandy from the live stream who was having weather radar up the entire test and was saying, you know, we were basically in the middle of these storms all around us. It's like, oh, loop now. You'll avoid the rain on the other side. By the time you get back, the other storm's going to be coming in. You'll have to loop again. It was just amazing. And he, and he nailed it. He nailed yeah. it. It was unbelievable. And we um, avoided all the bad stuff. So, yeah. so, so look, I, I just want to, I want to, just go over the car. This is a Lucid Air Grand Touring, which has the the big battery pack, but it's not the Dream Edition, correct? So this is a 112 kilowatt hour battery pack, um, you, supposedly usable. This car also you were running on 19s, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? So um, let's discuss this a little bit higher level first. Sure. Lucid originally came out with their dream edition range. That's the right. only car we've actually seen an independent range test on up to this point. Right. Uh, and it's a very similar test to ours run at 70 miles an hour. And it was done by our friend Tom. And um, that car has 118 kilowatt hours in the battery pack claimed this one exact same battery pack, different cell chemistry. They claim, I'm not sure what all the differences are between the grand touring and the dream edition range. I do know they're not making the dream edition ranges anymore. You can only get the grand touring, which is the spec we had today. This is the one people are actually going to buy. And it's the longest range lucid on sale. We had the best arrow wheels on it. 112 kilowatt hour claimed battery pack capacity. And um, let's start with that battery pack capacity test. When Tom did his test, Lucid gave him a dream edition range. He got 117 kilowatt hours out of it during that test. Um, so that's very close to the 118 claimed. Uh, during my test today, I left again when the charger hit 100%, it completed, got everything out of it, left immediately, started at 70 miles an hour. And even for the last few miles of the test was at full throttle. Like I got every I last drop of juice out of that car. And I only saw 109 kilowatt hours taken out of the battery pack compared to the claimed 112. So a couple of questions for you, Kyle. Um, the degradation, my understanding is, is um, electric vehicle batteries lose a lot up front, like in the first two, three, four thousand miles. Do you know how many miles 
was on the re- uh, on the car that Tom tested, the Dream? No, I don't. I don't actually know. And the thing is, Lucid prepared that car for him that was given to him by the company. It was probably a fresh car would be what I would do if I was Lucid. I'd give him the freshest car with you know okay. the freshest tires on it. The one I had was built in March of 2022, so a very early car. Uh, it The car is a production car. It's sold to a, a, a user, uh, someone who paid for the car. It's not a right. press car. Uh, mm-hmm. It's owned by our friend Peter. And um, the car had about 38, 3,900 miles on it when I started the test. So here's my theory. Uh, 112 kilowatt hours claimed battery pack capacity. That's not claimed to be usable. Uh, that has lucid has roughly a one kilowatt hour buffer in there. They, they tell me, uh, at least that's what they told me about the range. And that's then, all the buffer is below 0%, supposedly one kilowatt hour. I, I don't know if they put it up top or at bottom, but that's the okay. battery pack capacity buffer. Okay. Uh, they let you use almost all of it because they want to get the big range numbers. Right. And then, you know, I got one Oh nine out of it. So let's just say that's two kilowatt hours less than maybe when the car was new. So a okay. two kilowatt hour degradation in that car seems very reasonable, less than 2% degradation in 4,300 miles at the end of the test. And in eight months of uh, being produced, maybe a little bit less, six months of being produced. I think that seems about right to me. That's right on par with what I've seen from Tesla and other car makers with degradation. So again, I really think I got every last drop of juice that was available in this car out of it completely. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. And, and um, you know, I've driven cars down uh, below 0% and they're still, I'm still able to go 55, 65 miles an hour. I'm talking like three and a half, four 4% under, you know, under zero. And, and this car, just like you said, I think that makes sense that they want to give as much of the battery pack to the consumer as possible so they can maximize the range. Um, I, I just, you know, being totally transparent, I'm a little I guess I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be that that Tom was able to get 500 miles. And there were a couple of things, couple of differences. Is it is it true that if you're at a higher altitude, the car should be it, it should be to your benefit? from a range standpoint, as opposed to being, let's say at 1200, 1500 feet above sea level, something like that. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, let's get into the differences here in just a second. I do want to touch on that point a hundred percent. There's okay. just one last topic I want to bring up about our range test, which is uh, pulling into the charger with three miles remaining on the display. So I've run this lucid now three times to 0%, three separate times. And Two times before, the car had great pedal response, big power all the way down to zero. Like when you floor it at 0%, like gets right up to speed. Today, um, I've noticed actually during the range testing, I noticed two different BMS discrepancies. And this is very common for electric vehicles to sort of sway a little bit or not know exactly how much is in the battery pack. The first time I noticed it was during yesterday's test, the one that I canceled where I was charging it to 100%, the car completed at 98% and went, oh, actually, I'm not at 98%. I'm done. I'm at 100. It's time to go. And it totally caught me off guard. And it's on the original live stream. So that is not uncommon. It's just a little BMS moving around. Today, when I full charged the car, it sat at 98%. It went to 99% very normally and then completed when it hit 100%. That's normal. And so to me, I was like, oh, well, yesterday may have knocked the BMS into shape and now it knows what's in there. The thing was at the bottom today was different than behavior I've seen before. 
where the car was showing 1% state of charge and four miles of range. I was again, five miles away from the charger when it was showing this and it had no performance. I was like, Oh, I'm expecting big power down to 0%. Like I saw when I was doing the charging test days ago. And here I am at 1% with five miles on the car and it wouldn't move. I was worried about climbing hills with this thing. So the BMS got confused. Yeah. Somehow. And that's, that's very common. It happens in electric cars all the time. Uh, it just never knows what's on it. Again, doing 70 miles an hour all day. We had a constant drain on that battery pack. Right. Um, it's just, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And uh, that's, that's basically the situation. So I didn't think I was going to make it back. You got to watch the end of the live stream. It's hilarious. Yeah. I was blowing red lights, getting up over the, you know, I just needed to crest the highway to get yeah. up. I, I like how as you're blowing the red lights, you're, you're like apologizing to no one that nobody can hear you apologizing. <laughs> you know, it's like, Hey, well, pickup truck. I'm really sorry. I'm blowing this red light, but get out of my way. You know, it's right. like, I mean, this thing was wide open throttle for minutes. And again, yeah. I was trying to spike some regen in there just to not let the pack voltage drop too so low. Kyle, I have a question. I have a question for you. When you, you know, in how Tesla oftentimes it'll sit at 5% for a while. And and you're not sure if it's going to go to six or four, and it hangs out at that five percent on the battery pack or on what? I'm exactly? talking about on the indication if you're if you're looking at the the state of charge in the car as yes. you're pulling it down. What I've noticed in Tesla is that it'll stay at that five percent for quite a long time, and and then all of a sudden it'll start kicking down. So in oh, other really? words, it, I don't it think I've noticed that. What's that? I don't think I've ever noticed that. It oh yeah, no, I linear. I've seen that. I've seen that quite often. Are you talking about on the route planning? No. When you put in your destination, you're saying in the car itself? In the car itself. Yeah. No, never noticed that. But what so Tesla my question, does. Go so ahead. my question was, when you started coming down off of 8%, 6%, 5 did it did it linearly go down to the 1%? It's not like it stayed at 3 or 4% for, for a long time. It just, it was going linearly down. Um, yeah, I mean, as, as much as it didn't seem abnormal to me, I didn't notice anything like that. The one okay. thing Tesla does, which is different is they hide three kilowatt hours past zero. So you have to use that in range tests. You need to always add an additional three kilowatt hours onto whatever number it says when you hit zero. And that's what I do when I range test Teslas. I see. Um, so yeah, I think the lucid was a little bit confused down low and that's not uncommon, but I noticed something interesting because I just went back and I reviewed Tom's range test video. Now I've had this lucid air at 0% twice. And then this one where it was actually dead indicating 1% again, wide open. There was not an inch left in that car. Again, maybe I could have used the momentum to get another half a mile, maybe, but that thing was out. Um, in Tom's range test in the lucid air dream edition, the car actually came up with a message that said, Hey, I'm completely out of juice. Find a charger now. Mine didn't come up with a steady message like that. So I'm thinking they may have adapted software a little bit since then. I also noticed that during Tom's range test, his car had lane centering, which is pretty cool. Uh, but that's not been updated to any of the cars uh, that are in production. So any customer cars don't have lane centering, at least at the time of this recording. Really? He had lane centering? Interesting. Yeah, I noticed it on the screen in one of the clips in his range test that he had lane centering. And I remember talking to him about it, that Lucid said they would be able to enable it for him for his range test. So that's oh. kind of interesting. Wow. Yeah, we should ask him how it was because I don't know. But definitely our card does not have – I mean, ours is a customer car. It's just yeah, right. the same no. software that's available to the public. So it, that's what they call Dream Drive. Is that correct? 
right. I don't know if he had the full suite or whatever it was, but he definitely had uh, lane centering on his drive. Okay. So not a production car, obviously, then. Certainly. I mean, you really, so if we get into the, let's compare our test versus Tom's test, Mm -hmm. uh, which is Tom does great range testing. Can't fault that, you know, he tries and, and works just as hard as we do when we do testing. So, and, and totally different cars and totally different environments, but people are going to be curious. Why did ours only go 435.5? Why did his go 500 on the nose? Um, Again, 118 kilowatt hour. He was able to get 117. I only got 109 out of my car. His might be a little bit fresher. It's hard to say. Conditions sounded pretty similar to me. Tom said that he started his test when it was 55 degrees and ended it right when it was about 65 degrees Fahrenheit, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, mine started at 65 degrees and we pretty much ended right there. I mean, it, it stayed you know, between 63 and six, maybe 61 and 66 degrees all day. Um, and again, a full loop style test. You would think I would have the efficiency benefit being at higher elevation though. Don't you think dad? Yeah. That's because, what I, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. You so, know, you're, so you're, at, well, up, you're, you're basically a mile high, right? Yeah. I think the average for the test is like 4,800 feet or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So right. close to a mile. And, 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 and what know, about the, the elevation feet. change? that 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 in tom he does it what down in jersey or pennsylvania or wherever he goes um he did this one in arizona oh he did it in arizona yep he picked up the car at the factory yep okay i i guess i remember that yeah all right interesting so to me there's some unanswered questions here which is okay you would think we would have a little bit better elevation he said his was about 12 or 1500 feet on average we were about 4500 feet on average let's just say Um, and of course maybe his route was a little bit flatter, but that's why I run all cars on, on our test. When I compare our, you know, lucid air test, it has to be to other cars in the same loop at leaving the same charger, same place. But, um, the efficiency difference doesn't make much sense to me because he got, I think 4.2 or 4.3 miles per kilowatt hour. Uh, I got about four or 4.1. Can't remember exactly. I'll have to check my notes, but definitely slightly less efficient in my test. Uh, you know, who knows, could be a solar load, a thermal load from sunlight or, or who knows what exactly. But really, at the end of the day, let's just talk about the results. 435.5 miles, 109 kilowatt hours used and four miles per kilowatt hour. That is 250 watt hour per mile right there. That's insane. At what 70 you, miles an hour. Yeah. 70 miles an hour loop style test. What is your impression of, of that? The efficiency? Um incredible you know insane you know the the only thing that's i guess the only hesitation that i have in going like wow i'm totally blown away is is what tom did right and i i'm sorry to go back to that but you know like for example if somebody said okay wait the dream edition i think was epa 520 i think the um the gt is 516 if i'm not mistaken so you're talking about four miles per four miles over very small difference in EPA. Now I know EPA is not the right way to go about this, but what the car, what the the company is telling a consumer is there's only four miles of difference between these two cars, both 19 inch wheels, one having 119 kilowatt hours and the other having 112 fresh from the pack, seven miles, seven kilowatt hours difference when the, when the, when the packs leave the factory to only show 
right off the right off the right off the bat, the number four miles of of difference in EPA doesn't make sense to me. Totally agree. This is the big question mark. How was the Lucid Air Grand Touring tested versus the Dream Edition? Because there's a massive battery pack capacity difference. You know, when we're talking the difference between 112 and 118, um, this is claimed range, claimed usable capacity. I believe it, by the way. I believe this left with 112 kilowatt hours. I've never tested a Dream Edition. I know there's been some rumors of different battery pack capacities. Someone's like 130, whatever it is. I don't know. I can't speak to that. I've never tested a Dream. Well, I, I think that's the Tesla community say, trying to figure out why this thing is, is so efficient. That's my opinion. Well, you mean has so much range. Yeah. Right. Has but, so, how much has so much range? Well, again, I don't know. We should maybe find a customer Dream Edition car and run that and see what that actually does. That would be kind of interesting. You know what I'd like to do is go yeah. to a truck truck scale weigh, and weigh the cars. Well, again, we, we don't have access to the car Tom had anyway anymore. Uh, no, I'm like, just saying you yeah. take a Dream and you take a GT – and you figure out how much how, you know they should they should weigh the same, right? Because that's just a chemistry change. Well, it's okay. just a chemistry change. The cell count is the same, so they should weigh identical. Oh, you're saying the actual number of batteries, the actual little batteries, is the same exact? There's no physical. There's not like there's. You're talking about the chemistry being different in the battery pack, which gives it the extra, the extra seven kilowatt hours or six kilowatt hours of battery pack. Well, That's what Lucid claims. That's my understanding. Interesting. Yes. Yep. Okay. When I look at the EPA filings, they have 22 modules. They have the same battery packs, uh, you know, numbers and everything, same voltages, which is kind of it, it, interesting as well. I really think we should find a dream to compare to the Grand Touring and see what the heck is going on here. Because yeah. the big, you know, four miles difference in the EPA cycle for what is the difference? A uh, five kilowatt hour difference in the battery pack? Six. No, oh, because it's 118. Yeah, six kilowatt hour difference. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, it's 118. 118 is what they said the dream had. That's what Lucid said, right? And and now they're saying 112. Is that the right? Grand Touring. Yes, that's the claim. Or the GT. So, you know, and, and I know that, you know, they fit those, they fit those battery packs like super smoothly in the whole frame of the car and how you've got less, you've got less room with your feet with the GTs and the dreams. Compared to, like, say, the Pures or even the Tourings, where they get more depth because they're piling those battery packs up in the rear seat, right where your feet go. And so, you know, I, I see what you're saying. It's not as if they've jammed extra batteries. It's just different chemistry. Different chemistry. Now, why wouldn't they use that chemistry for the Grand Touring? I don't know. I don't know what the chemistry change is. I don't know anything internally. Maybe some of our audience does. But here at the end of the day, we have one result, which is the Grand Touring at 435.5. I believe it to be as best as, you know, as reasonable, as best of conditions as I could possibly have. Temperatures were right. The car was set up properly. I even gave it the extra wax at the car wash to make it slightly <laughs> slipperier. I, you know, I gave this thing every last chance I could. Right. And then you have a Dream Edition, which we expect to go a bit farther, but not like that much farther coming no, in. I at mean, look, let's say, let's say, tell me if I'm wrong. You got, you got, how many miles were on this car? Like 5K? Uh, I left with 39, 30, high 38 or low 3,900 miles on it. Okay. And, and, and just with your experience, Kyle, how much degradation do you believe happens in the first 5,000 miles of, of an EV battery? Yeah. Well, it depends totally how it's driven. It depends on time. A lot of it is time. This car is older. It's six months old. And for it to lose in my prediction, 1.8%. 
capacity, 1.5 to 2%, somewhere in there, seems very reasonable to me for it okay. to lose. Okay. So, so, all right. So I'm just trying to backdoor into the math. So if you did whatever you did today um, it, and you add that degradation to that number that you did today, you're still talking about a 40 plus mile difference between what Tom logged and you did. And I guess I'm just not seeing where the numbers come. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to harp on it too much. It's a stellar result, right? Let's not kid ourselves. This is, this is, this is unbelievable. At 70 miles an hour, you can have a car go 400 and plus, you know, 400, more than well, it's more about that efficiency number. It's four miles per kilowatt hour at 70 miles an hour, which to me is mind blowing. I mean, I've never seen numbers like that unless you're just driving around town and, you know, dilly daddling around, but you're, you know, what, what I liked about what you did today, Kyle was also, it was live stream. So you could see that it wasn't like you were drafting or you weren't doing anything. I mean, all of this was totally legit. Um, I guess I'm if if I put my if, just complete myopia on what you did today, I'm blown away. Yeah, but that's that's sort of my thinking too. And then I called you, and you're like, "Wow, I'm really disappointed." That's why I said, "Let's do this podcast." No, so. I, I know, but again, I I don't want to say that I'm disappointed, but I'm just I'm trying, I I'm trying to understand the difference between you know. I remember when Tom did the test in 500 miles. I was like, "Wow, that's." Are you kidding me? 500 miles on a car that's got 520 EPA and EPA, generally speaking, isn't that like around town? That's like an average. And with electric vehicles, if you're driving around town, you're going to get a lot more range than you would at 70 miles an hour. Well, you so could was, get 800 miles out of this car. No, I get that. If you drive it yeah, 30 miles yeah. an hour with a tailwind in one direction, you don't do a loop yeah. style, all that stuff. Yeah. But, but to, to, to be able to say that EPA is 520, which by itself is an insane number right yeah. on the dream and then say that you're only at 70 miles an hour you're only 20 miles less than 520 that's what really blew me away was sure. that 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 test what what so I, I don't know i gotta have to digest this and maybe watch this video again because i know he does it the right way i so mean we, I were, we came in at about 15 percent less than epa uh doing 70 miles per hour highway and to me that, that makes sense to me to me, our result makes a hundred percent sense. I, right. I feel very confident with it, and um, you know that's the number I'm. I feel comfortable putting out, and you know that I'm more particular than anyone about this. I was harping on that rain, which we didn't even have a wet road for more than a half a mile. I know, I like, Kyle. Oh, Trust me, I get it. When I was when I was charging my Tesla the other day, and I want to put up a video, and you're like quizzing me on all these things, and I was like, and you just you can't put the video. Up. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And, and like, I know, I know that you're, you're, you, the, the way with which you think about this and the way with which you do it, but I also know the way Tom does it too. That's why I'm, I'm just having trouble really thinking this through and, and, and getting my head around it. But, you know, if you, if you put it in, um, I, I'm one, I'm wondering if the Kathy, hold on one second. Um, if, if the dream edition do you know if that had, I know it had 19 inch wheels, but do you know if it also had wider tires? Uh, I don't, I don't know for sure because I know ours are 245 section tires. I filled them up to manufacture claimed rating, which Tom did the same thing. Right. I, I'm not too concerned about comparing ours versus his. Let's okay. just end this with there's our results. We ran the thing full to dead. 
the conditions were pretty much perfect. We dodged all the rain. Our live stream was amazing. The yeah. car is insanely efficient. I mean, again, oh, yeah. four miles per kilowatt hour at 70 miles an hour. Uh, I ran the thing from California up to here pretty quickly, and it was tough to get it you know, below 2.5 miles per kilowatt hour cruising at triple digits. <laughs> And so, you know, to me, that's very impressive. If I go out in our Audi e-tron, which of course is not a competitor vehicle, I have to like just touch the throttle a little bit and I'm at two miles a kilowatt hour. So very efficient vehicle, huge range. And the next thing we have to do is discuss charging, but that will come at another time. So yeah, listen, what what Lucid has put together in this package, um, forget about the the aesthetics of the car. Forget about the build quality of the the panels and all that. Which that I know this so thing bad. is. I mean, no, it's an amazing car. But what blows me away about the Lucid is what you did today. The technology, the engineering, the 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 fact that they can take that amount of energy and go that far at that speed. You know, it, it's like it's it's exciting to be alive and watch this kind of stuff in today's day and age. It just is. Yeah, it's all because they put the really thin paint on the car. That made it go farther. Is that the trick? <laughs> I think I that might be. The, I thought it was the extra wax you put on it, but I guess well, that, that doesn't hurt either, actually. So, no, all good. Good result. Um, they, they really have to work on their software. They like I couldn't get in the car today this morning. I was standing there looking like an idiot for a solid three and a half minutes for what? it to recognize the key or my phone app. It wouldn't unlock. Uh, just so many little glitches and bugs. They'll get yeah. there, maybe. But uh, either way, no question, thing goes far in a charge. Thanks yeah. for watching another out of spec podcast video. Hope you like this new format. Trying to keep it, you know, shorter, more frequent videos talking about topics like this. Uh, any final thoughts, Dad? I want one. Really? Okay. So you're pleased enough to say you want to go for one. Kyle, you know where my head is. I've I've fallen in love with this car, you know, from the first time I saw it. I just, I just, my issue is. I really want things with the software side to just get delivered. That's it. I think I'll, I'll feel a lot more comfortable when they have Dream Drive out, when they have Apple CarPlay out, when they put all the things in it that they said. I don't want to spend that kind of money on the come. I want it to be there. And when it is there, you'll find me in one. Yep, I totally agree. They need to get their act together with software. Sounds like they're working really hard on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are. I'm expecting within the next four weeks. Lucid has also given me a lot of expectations that haven't come through. So we'll just have to wait and see until it happens. And uh, that's the end of this video. Thanks for watching. See you in another one soon. Bye-bye. Take care. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.